Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Back ain't better than ever. Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Guests on the Goodyear hotline loaded up today. Got a good poll question. We got anniversary issues. We got point spreads. And we got my sneaky genius pick for MVP. The time has come. Let's go. Here we go. Only one place to start. Well, that place to start delightfully today is with the one. The only Rob Ninkovich, the pride of Joliet, Illinois. <laughs> one of Bill Belichick's favorite players ever with the New England Patriots and now one of our very own. He's going to bring us some straight talk this morning, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. And Nick, a million things to jump into here. I, I want to start with your – no, it isn't your former team. It isn't the Patriots. It, it, is, it is the team that I associate with you now, and that is the Bears, because we had a, a healthy debate this morning. Yep. about the Justin Fields of it all in Chicago as they get set to play Cincinnati this week. And David Pollack, I want to set this for those who are not watching us on Get Up Today. David Pollack, who is one of our very best college football experts and who covered Justin Fields and probably seen every throw he made in college. Mm-hmm. And I remember David saying this on this radio show leading into the draft. He said Justin Fields is going to be a great player someday, but he will not be ready to play when he gets to the NFL. And he points to the time that he holds the ball. He was sacked 52 times in 22 games in college. All of that stuff. So David Pollack brought that up this morning on Get Up, and all heck broke loose, as you might expect. Nink, with that as the setup, what is your perspective? I think you got to win now. That's, that's my mentality, especially as a player when you're on the field. They have a great defense. If you're a defender on that team, you're thinking to yourself, well, we're not, you're not putting us in the best position to win now. And you might have guys that are in their eighth year. You know, you got one of the best pass rushers in the league. He's thinking, man, my time here is limited as far as how, can I, how long can I play this game. Um, so when you have a young quarterback, and he plays well in the preseason. I know he took a couple shots in there, but he looked good as far as movement, running around in the pocket, throwing the ball down the field. I think he looked good. So there comes a point and a time where you have to evaluate at what moment here are we going backwards as a team and offensively we got nothing going. You know, that Andy Dalton in that first matchup, I know the Rams are good, but they literally did not look like they could move the ball at all. Mm-hmm. So when you have that situation, the one time that they did score, Fields came in the game right. and he actually held the ball, ran it in for the touchdown. So I think that that's going to be the issue there in Chicago. The head coach, I don't think Nagy has that room he doesn't have the room to say, I'll wait a year. You know, if the Bears are bad this year, they probably move on and look for another coach. And, you know, coaches, if you have a specific scheme that you like to run, you need to change it for what you have on the roster. Right. And if you're limited in your scheme because you don't have the right pieces in place, then, then you got to adjust as a coach. That's your job is to make sure that the team has the right people and the scheme in place that's successful. So, you know, when I say I think Fields is better for moving the pocket, getting out of the pocket, their offensive line has some struggles in pass protection. When you have a quarterback that's a true pocket passer that doesn't scramble, that could be an issue for your offensive line. So you know where Andy Dalton's going to be. As a defender, I'm a defensive end, pass rusher. When you go against a guy that's a pocket quarterback, I know, hey, I'm going to break the pocket. I'm going to get – eight to ten yards behind the center Mm -hmm. and if I'm there his feet are going to be there with a guy like Fields he's similar to Lamar or or even Patrick Mahomes not saying that they're comparable in any way but the movement 
is what you have to prepare for. If I go inside and he goes out, well, there's nobody out there. And then the hardest thing to do in football is cover beyond three seconds. I don't care who you are, the best corner ever, if you have to cover beyond three seconds, it's impossible. Because those receivers, they understand. Quarterback's out of the pocket, let's play backyard football. I love that. So to have a quarterback that can move puts a specific challenge on a defense that the Bears don't have with Andy Dalton. Yeah, it's worth pointing out. Justin Fields, as a prospect, is well further advanced from where Patrick Mahomes was when he was a prospect. People don't remember this now because he has turned into the greatest quarterback we've ever seen, but he had a losing record, Mahomes did, at Texas Tech, for crying out loud. Justin Fields had the second-highest QBR in college football history. There's a lot in this that does not make sense to me candidly, and I blame most of it on the coach. Straight talk, wireless, no contract, no compromise. Next stop, your former team, which is the Patriots, who gets set to play the Jets this week, and you were telling me as – I think the headline of this game is the two rookies going head-to-head, Mac Jones mm-hmm. against Zach Wilson. But you were telling me you actually think this is a critical game for New England. Why? It, it is a critical game because you look at their schedule. I think a lot of people put week one as a win against the Dolphins. They mishandled that. They fumbled the ball away at the end of the game. They had that win in hand. They mm-hmm. could have definitely won that football game. Unfortunately, they fumbled the football. They have a couple uncharacteristic Patriot-type plays in that game, fumbles, turnovers, which you never want. The rookie played well. Mac Jones played really well for his first outing, highest completion percentage of any rookie quarterback ever, which is very impressive considering he was blitzed 16 times. Yep. Um, Josh Boyer loves to blitz, the, the defensive coordinator for the Miami Dolphins. So when you look at the Jets matchup, if they lose this game, they're 0-2, then you're playing the Saints, who I don't think anyone thought that the Saints – we're going to come out and look like they did against the Green Bay Packers. Right. Their defense looked good. Their quarterback play looked really good. Yep. The, the receiving core looked good. So if you are in an 0-3 position going into probably the most anticipated regular season game in, in Patriot history, going in, against in anybody's history. In anyone's history. Yeah. Tom Brady coming to town week four. If they don't win this game against the Jets, it puts them in a really tough spot at 0-2 in, in the division, which you never want to be behind in the division. There's, we've seen a lot of teams that were in the playoffs week one lost this, this season, but there were a lot of non-division games. When you lose your division matchups, it puts you behind the eight ball when it's at the end of the, end, end of the season. So for me, this is a vital game. Rookie against rookie, they're coming to another hostile environment where – Last year, you didn't have to deal with away games and the away crowd. And right. I can guarantee I played in the stadium right over here. It's mm-hmm. right behind me. It's a hard place to play. And the fans are going to be ready to go, and they're going to make it really loud for Mac Jones. So the Patriots are going to have to play a great mistake-free football game, starting with taking care of the football and not turning it over because they lost week one because of turnovers. Ninko here with the Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. What was the number on that game? Hembo will just yell it over to me. Hembo will join us in a couple of minutes here. Ninko is in his usual spot. New England is favored by how many? Five and a half. And and that's on the road. So Vegas thinks that New England is more than a touchdown better than the Jets. Having watched the Jet game against Carolina this week, which was really a tale of two halves, in the first half, Zach Wilson was running for his life. I don't want anyone to tell me what Zach's numbers were in the Mm -hmm. first half. He was under siege. Whatever it is they had wrong in protection in the first half, they got that addressed at least a little in the second half. They were much better. He got much more comfortable. What do you think of him, and do you think the Patriots are more than a touchdown better than the Jets? I think it's going to be a hard-fought football game, and, and 
the reason I say that is anytime we played the Jets, yeah. I didn't care what the, the records were of either team. I was always playing a battle. It was always a battle. You know, there's a few in there that were, you know, got mm -hmm. a little, got, got, yes, a, I remember got most carried of away, got carried yeah. away. But the majority of the matchups, it's, it's a great historic rivalry that has been around for a very long time. So I don't think it's going to be a massive blowout by any means. I think it's going to be a hard-fought football game. And, and I like both rookies. I really do. I was high on both of these guys before they were drafted to the teams that they went to. So mm -hmm. um, I think it's going to be vital for the Patriots to start fast defensively, get him off the spot, make him uncomfortable, make him throw from the run, which, yeah, sometimes I was watching – I watched that matchup when the Jets played – and he was put him put himself in some positions where the ball kind of could go either way there mm -hmm. to throw some interceptions. So I, I really think the Jets losing their starting tackle for I think six to eight weeks. Yes, Becton. Becton, which that guy is a mountain of a man. Yes, he's like, a hotel. He's yes, a huge he's dude. But uh, you know, on the flip side of things, the the Patriots lost Brown, their mountain of a man tackle too. So yep. both teams, you know, have lost. There's tackles that are very, very important for protecting their rookie quarterbacks. Quickly, because Belichick's numbers against rookies, quarterbacks, historically, are ridiculous. Yep. Rookie mm -hmm. quarterbacks never beat him. Very quickly, you were on that defense. Why? Yep. Why is he so good against rookie quarterbacks? Well, I think it's game planning according to what that particular player's strength and weaknesses are. So when you're playing a rookie, what's the number one thing a rookie hasn't had to deal with in the pro level yet? Well, that's looks of different matchups. Is it cover one? Is it cover two? Is it cover three? Are the safety rolling down? Is it a blitz? Are they mugging in the A gaps? Are they mugging up in the B gaps? Everyone's like, what? What's he no, talking I about? No, I understand that. No, so I was, I've been mugged in the B looks, gap many times. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> all those different looks, all that is is just to confuse the young, the young quarterback. And you try to put the, the young guys in uncomfortable positions to where they make a mistake. And in this league, it's only one or two mistakes. If you turn the ball over, we just saw the Cleveland Browns throw one interception, which was basically the game. Yep. So if you make one error, that's the outcome of the football game. So the Patriots have a track record of understanding, okay, what do we have to do to make this young guy think a lot and make minimal mistakes? And, and if you can get a young guy to do that, which Mac Jones was, I was very shocked to see him play as well as he did. That's mm -hmm. why I'm really high on him moving forward. I was, except for that first play where he almost fumbled it away. Right. Um, but you did the game on radio. Yes. I, I said yesterday that if this was like an AAU game, someone would have demanded to see his birth certificate. There's no way it's, he's 22. It's There's insane. There's no way that it, guy no. is 22 years so old. So the, the most impressive thing to me about Mac Jones is, number one, usually when you're blitzed often and you have a free runner coming at you, there's some there's an instance of panic mode of just getting the ball out of your hand. Sure. And he did that on that first throw where it was almost a fumble he did that and I, then I think he settled down and just got comfortable and as guys were coming at him he took about 10 big shots 10 straight on free runner you're gonna get hit you got to stand there you got to wait for the receiver to to get open and then throw the football and the timing of him hitting his back foot understanding I got one 1,000 I gotta wait throw the ball take the hit get up first down completion I think that's the most impressive thing. They ran two corner roll blitzes where the corner on each side, one of the corners just comes off the edge. The yeah. second that he saw the blitz, he took the ball, he threw it to the open receiver that was uncovered. So the most impressive play to me of the game was the wheel route to James White. They ran a flat wheel combination to where the, the linebacker, the inside linebacker has to cover James White. I've had to cover James White. He's very good mm -hmm. at route running. So the second you see that matchup, 
He goes vertical on the wheel. Mac Jones put a perfect ball on the Patriots sideline. I mean, hit him right in the hands, like one of those passes that you saw, you know, in the preseason and the in training camp where Aaron Rodgers is thrown into the basket sure. about 40 yards out. He threw a perfect pass. And those are the, the types of plays that make you realize, look, man, this kid can throw. And the defense, New England 9-1 and one in their last 10 games against rookie quarterbacks. But the last game that they faced a rookie was last year. The Dolphins and Tua won that game. That's the one loss. It was week 15 of last year. Nico, great to have you as always. I'll see you back here later in the week. Rob Ninkovich, again, the pride of Joliet, <laughs> Illinois. You can be, be, be a part of Greeny Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. ESPN Nation presented by Dr. Pepper. College football is back. So are the fans. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. Coming up, one team in baseball got it very, very wrong this week. The trouble is... I'm not sure which one. I'll explain next. This is Greeny on ESPN Radio. The biggest season ever. OBJ's coming off an ACL. He's got a lot to prove on that injury. The very latest news, analysis, and plenty of opinions. Think he'll be an important part of the offense? Big year for him. And it starts weekday mornings with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max and continues all day right here on ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Greeny, the podcast. I am Greeny, presented by Progressive Insurance. Guest on the Goodyear Hotline, Matthew Berry, our fantasy expert extraordinaire, live in just a few minutes. Going to help you out with some decisions you have to make leading into week two. Going to help me out with a big problem I have after week one. We'll get to that. We'll get to a baseball team that got things completely wrong, and I'm not sure which one it is. And Greeny's takes. All that on the way here after this 30 seconds from tune in as the NFL season gets underway. Make sure you're ready to kick off. With TuneIn, the app that lets you listen to live games, in-depth analysis, and tailored content for your team all season long. Plus, with ESPN Radio on TuneIn, you can listen to comprehensive football coverage from NFL Live, Fantasy Focus Football, and more, all to fuel your football fandom. Download the TuneIn app today to start listening everywhere you go. All right, next. Greenies Takes. All right, it is a staple of the program here. Hembo, my main man, is uh, a content producer for us on GetUp. And every day he asks these questions to our football analysts, and we use those to create our rundown for Get Up. Then he comes on here and he asks me the same questions, and I give him the real answers, not this nonsense that you hear from these former players every day. So go ahead. What are the questions today for Greeny's Takes? Greeny, what was your single biggest takeaway from the Packers getting boat raced by the Saints on Sunday? That it matters. That all this stuff matters. 
that you cannot have the offseason they've had and then just walk in and think everything is going to be just fine. Aaron Rodgers at one point this offseason stared his professional mortality in the face. He contemplated retiring. He said so. It is very hard to make that pivot back from that to I would give anything to be here. I will give my life to be here. That's what football players have to do. It requires a level of insanity, and I'm just not sure Aaron Rodgers wants it anymore. He's got all sorts of other things in his life. Does that mean they won't be fine? They'll probably be fine, especially in that terrible division. But if you think that loss wasn't alarming, then I completely disagree. Next take. How, if at all, did your outlook for the AFC North change after week one? Now, before the weekend, I thought that the Browns were the best team. And after the weekend, I'm more certain they're the best team. Everyone has that thing wrong. The Browns' last two games have been against Kansas City, and they could easily have won both of them. And both were on the road. And Mayfield looks terrific. And they played without Odell on Sunday. They are the best team in that division, and to me, there isn't any question about it. I'm a Steeler fan. The Ravens are banged up beyond repair. The Bengals are coming, but that's Cleveland's division without question, and I am even more confident in my pick that they're going to win the AFC Championship this year. Next take. Who is the NFL's MVP after week one? Dak. I mean, Dak had the best week of anyone. And if he keeps playing like that, it's a narrative award. He's got the star on his helmet. The division's off to a bad start. I'm not buying into Philly. And obviously, Washington needs to prove me right or I'm going to feel like a fool. Um, But Dallas, of every team in the league, I've never seen a moral victory like that one was last Thursday night. And his performance was ridiculously good. And it should only get better as he gets out there. So, I think to me, Dak right now is the frontrunner for MVP. Give me one more. What was the biggest surprise, Greeny, that happened to you, that, that you saw in week one? Well, the Patriots losing. I did mm. not think that at all. I had it in my picks. The Patriots were the only team I gave points with this week, and they're one of two games I lost. I was 3-2 and two on the KOD picks. That surprised me a lot. We'll see. I obviously hope they lose again this week, but I do not expect it. The Patriots, I think, are really good. I remain shocked that they lost to Miami last weekend. And those are Greeny's takes for today. Greeny with you here. Airlines, restaurants, and more have been ramping up their hiring. Who do they turn to? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter's technology finds qualified candidates for your job, and you can easily invite your top choices to apply. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. Next. I'm ready to go right now. Green Light with Greeny. All right, I'm giving the green light to all of us here because I'm fascinated by this question. One baseball team got it wrong this week, but I'm not sure which one. So on Monday, the San Francisco Giants clinched a playoff spot. They did not clinch the division. That probably won't happen until the last day of the season. They and the Dodgers are in a, an epic battle to win the NL West. But they clinched on Monday night, and they held, how would you describe, Hembo, the celebration they held? A championship celebration. They acted like they had won the World Series. They had the goggles and the champagne and all that kind of stuff. Last night, the following night, the Dodgers clinched. They had a handshake line and then like a champagne toast, right? Like you you might do it at a wedding or like an anniversary party. Dave Roberts, their manager, and a couple like team captains, if you will, like spoke to the team in a very like sort of civil environment in the clubhouse afterwards. They all had a glass of champagne, a quick toast, and that was that. Now it is their ninth consecutive year making the playoffs. But so the question of the day is... You ask these questions. Greeny's question of the day. The question of the day is, which of those is the right way in 2021 
for a baseball team to celebrate making the playoffs. Because you still have a division that you're trying to win, and you'll celebrate then. And then you're trying to win, a, but maybe it's a wild card game. Then you're celebrating a first round, then a second. I mean, how many celebrations can we have is one way of looking at it. So I will ask, I will start with Bubba. And many of you may not know this, but Bubba, prior to his very successful career here in, um, in, in radio production and all of that, Bubba was a party planner. That's what he did. He actually started that. He worked on cruise ships at one time, creating social events, and, and was a party planner, was one of the best-known wedding planners in the industry. He gave it up for his love of sports radio. But, Bubba, you understand a celebration and a party better than anyone. Sure. So who got this right? The Giants who partied like it was 1999, or the Dodgers, who acted like they'd been there before? I'm going to go with the Giants. You know, I think uh, they got it right. I think uh, there's only a very, especially in baseball, a very small amount of teams make it. It's a very long, long season, very difficult. And if you make it, you should celebrate. It's very hard to make the playoffs. Celebrate. Why Why do you have to worry about, oh, my, let's Let's not, you know, it's like don't touch the cup in the Stanley Cup. Just celebrate. Have fun. It's, you're supposed to have fun. But well, why is it, it like not touching the cup in the Stanley Cup? I don't understand. You were doing oh, just, just fine. I'm, there's all these rules. It's like, oh, it's, it's, it's the playoffs. It's the wild. Don't, don't celebrate until you win the division. Then you can celebrate. I'm saying just what's wrong with celebrating now? You made the playoffs. Who cares? Okay. So that's one vote for that. Hembo, which side of this are you on? The, the opposite side, Bubba. The, the phrase, act like you've been there before, was invented for literally this exact thing. I mean, the Dodgers, like you said, have made the playoffs um, nine consecutive years, but it's not like the Giants have had no success. They've won three championships in the last decade. This isn't like some sort of come from out of nowhere kind of thing. Where are we going to draw the line? Because there's the division championship. You can clinch the best record in your, in your league. You can win a wild card game. You can win the divisional round. Like, are you going to have a half a dozen of these each time you do something mm-hmm. significant? To me, it diminishes what they've done. They're the best team in baseball right now, and they acted like they're this upstart. I don't like it at all. Okay, so that's one vote on either side of this. That's what makes it such a fascinating question. Now, Bubba, let me ask you a question. Hashtag Nuno not here today. I was right. about to say no longer with us, uh, and, and I, I realize how that would sound. Um, he is with us. He's just not with us. Right. Um, is Matthew Barry ready to go? Because I'm curious yes. if he has a perspective on this. So Matthew Barry is our fantasy expert. Well, you don't need me to tell you who Matthew Barry is. He invented fantasy football. But before I ask him my fantasy football questions, Matthew, I don't know if you were able to hear this discussion. I did. Which side of this are you on? Are you on the party like crazy side or on the act like you've been there side? Act like you've been there before. Like, because what's the goal of the season? Mm. It's to win the World Series. Mm-hmm. Have you won the World Series? Then what are you celebrating? Like, we're going to celebrate every single. I get it if you've won a big game. Like, okay, you're excited, you know, high fives, maybe an extra beer in the locker room, but. At what point do we just like, hey, come on, come on, like you know, like I mean, like is Patrick Mahomes jumping around after they win the wild card game? <laughs> <laughs> How about when they clinched the best record? Right, I mean, like <laughs> right? when they clinched the division at, at Thanksgiving. Yeah, I, exactly. I mean, I just, I just sort of feel like I, I'm, I'm on the Dodgers side of this. Like, I, listen, I get it. It's an exciting moment. And I, I'm certainly not saying they should all be somber and immediately come out in three-piece suits, but I'm saying, like, hey, you know what I mean? Like, so, right, high fives, you're excited, you're, you know, great, you want to, you know, somebody wants to throw some champagne on another guy during a post-game interview, whatever, great. But to party like, you know, that you've just won the World Series, like, to party like it's 1999, right, to quote Prince, right, what are we doing? 
You didn't win anything yet. So that's two votes on that side. I will save mine for a little bit later this morning because I have a few other issues I need to get to with Matthew here, who is with us in our studios in Bristol with the Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Matthew, I need help. Okay. I need help badly. Let's do it. In my fantasy league, I had the eighth pick. The tough spot to pick this year. It was a tough spot. Yep. I took Ezekiel Elliott. <laughs> okay. <laughs> why why is that the, the question? You don't even need to finish the question, Greeny. Was that a bad pick? I mean, no, no. one said at the time that was a bad pick. Absolutely My son not. actually said to me, wow, he was still there at eight? Like, that That was the reaction I got in the moment. Right. And then in the first game, I've got Dominique Foxworth telling me what a great job he did in picking up the pass rush and how that might be his most important role this year. And my reaction to that was twofold, Matthew. One, that's not why Jerry Jones gave him tens of millions of dollars. And more importantly, it damn sure isn't why I picked him eighth in my fantasy league. So please tell me that this is not the way the season is going to go. Yeah, things are going to go better. Like, like he's still a guy that played almost 70% of the snaps in this game. And you think about how that game played out, right? I mean, I feel like this was a function of Mike McCarthy and his staff looking at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, one of, if not the best defensive line in football, and saying, like, you know what? Instead of wasting a down and sending Zeke Elliott in there, and now we're looking at second and eight instead of first and ten, let's try to attack the edges. Let's try to, you know, uh, Tony Pollard's a little speedier. Let's try to attack the edges. Let's try to attack the secondary. And by the way, it worked. If Greg Zerline hits a couple of field goals, they win that game. I mean, so, like, they should have won that game, honestly. The Cowboys should have. Yeah. Like, and, and the fact that they didn't was based on special teams and defense, not on the offense. The offense was great. Dak looked great. So it all worked to perfection. The idea that all of a sudden now that that's what they're going to be every single week I think is silly. I, I agree with you, uh, Greeny, in that Jerry Jones has more control over that franchise than most owners do. You know, he's he's also, in fact, basically their general manager. And, like, he's Jerry's going to sit there and be like, I'm not paying this guy $90 million, whatever it is they pay Ezekiel Elliott, yeah, for him to pick up the pass rush. He's going to get run. He's going to be fine. I said this on my show, on the podcast that I do with Field Yates every morning. I said, if you were in my fantasy league and you have Ezekiel Elliott, trade him to me. Call mm. me up and make an offer because mm. I want him. There's a very finite amount of running backs that get the majority of their team's carries. Ezekiel Elliott is one of them, and it happens to be on one of the best offenses in football. He's not the first, and nor will he be the last running back to struggle against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers' run defense. Now, 29 players had more touches in week one than he did with just 13, but I'm counting on you. This is why I need you here, Barry, right, because good. you make me feel better. Okay, so they typed up a whole bunch of questions for me, and I'm ignoring them. Here's ha! what I want. Yeah, let's because go. Because you do the podcast every single day. You know better than anybody what the most important things are. So as we head into week two, and of course the podcast Fantasy Focus Football with Field and, and Barry and all the whole crew, um, what are the most important things that the fans who are interested in fantasy football need to know as we work our way towards week two? Take the floor. Well, I think it's the San Francisco running back situation. That's the biggest question that I think is going on. Like, so Raheem Mostert, unfortunately, yesterday announces he's going to be shut down for the season. He's right. going to get the surgery. So he's going to, he's going to be shut down for the season. And this was a, this is a big story in the world of fantasy football because all throughout camp, all the reporting had been that the backup to Raheem Mostert was Trey Sermon, their talented rookie third-round draft pick out of Ohio State. And what happened on game day was that he was actually a healthy and active, and that Elijah Mitchell, a sixth-round rookie, 
ended up being the backup along with Jermichael Hasty, uh, who's been on the team uh, for a little while. And so those three guys were the guys that were active. And in a game against Detroit, Raheem Mostert gets injured fairly early, and Elijah Mitchell just goes absolutely crazy, bonkers. And so people are wondering, what do we do now with the 49ers backfield given that uh, Raheem Mostert is out for the year? Because, to be honest, like whoever the running back is of the San Francisco 49ers has a lot of fantasy value. That right. is a team that is top four in the NFL in terms of fantasy points from their running back position over the last two years. It's a great offensive line. Kyle Shanahan is a great play caller, especially with the run game. And so people are like, do I drop Trey Sermon? Do I have to you know, spend all of my fab money or my number one waiver pick on Elijah Mitchell, which ran waivers and went this morning? And I think the answer is somewhere in the middle. Like They still have Jeff Wilson Jr. out there. They like to use multiple backs. They always like to dress three backs. Uh, Mitchell and Hasty play special teams, which is probably why they dressed and uh, Sermon didn't. But I also think they were trying to send a message to Sermon. My expectation is, is that on Sunday I will have Elijah Mitchell ranked the highest of any of the running backs. But I certainly would not drop Trey Sermon. And, in fact, if you could trade for him cheap, I do think he has a role in this offense. They use multiple running backs, and I think this offense is good enough that multiple running backs in fantasy can be relevant for the 49ers. And I think by the end of the year, we're going to be looking at Mitchell and Trey Sermon as both having really good fantasy years. All right, Matthew Berry with me here. Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your car, home, motorcycle, commercial auto, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. And I just want to mention to everyone... Uh, and Matthew will join us every single week here because this is an increasingly important piece of what goes on in the sports world, and he knows it better than anybody I know. I would like to mention for the audience that if I'm reading your shirt correctly, yeah, it says husband, dad, fantasy football legend. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a. Yeah, I, I have a little merch store. I have a little uh, fantasylife.com merch store, and so this is a, a shirt that we offer. I, I like it. Yeah, it, thank it's you. A, it, it's, it's a tad self-aggrandizing. <laughs> yeah, but well, it is, but, it, but it is. I like it. I think that I think that's fair. Well, I'll uh, I'll get you I'll, off air. I'll get your size and address, and I'll uh, we'll get you one. I, I like. Here's what I like. But now that I know that it is something that's available for all, I like it better. You're saying everyone should. If you were just, if that was a shirt that was just made for you, no, yeah, <laughs> that would have changed my perspective. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a little braggy. I, I have to admit, for me, it's a little braggy. It's a it's a great gift, but you know, I'm trying to be a company man i'm trying to trying to help out the company and uh and wear the merch but um uh yes it is it is a little bit of like uh a, a look at me uh, no I, I like question. It. Listen, i appreciate I, that if you're not gonna if not you then who if right. you're not going to be excited about you, then who's going to be excited about Thank you? Thank you. Exactly Matthew. right. Fantasy football is all about trash talk here. I'm also not worried about uh, Greeny. I don't know if, uh, how much time we have left, but last thing I'll just say real quickly. Yeah. Don't worry about Aaron Rodgers. Like, if if I could put whatever money I had on uh, uh, on Aaron Rodgers, whatever the, lo- whatever the player prop for Aaron Rodgers is on Monday night, I want to take the over. Hmm. I, I mean, look, if – if He's my quarterback, by I mean, the way. I've got Zeke Elliott and Aaron Rodgers. You had a tough week one. Yes. Better days are ahead for you, my friend. I hope so. Um, because, look, Aaron Rodgers uh, is one of the one of the most, um, oh, yeah, watch this quarterbacks in NFL history. Hmm. And he is now going to be at home against a Lions defense that, by the way, just lost their top starting corner that just got decimated by G- Jimmy Garoppolo, just gave up, you know, over about 350 yards to Jimmy Garoppolo. And now they're at Monday Night Football, primetime at Lambeau, at home. Are you kidding me? 
Aaron Rodgers is going to go absolutely off on Monday night. Do not worry. I got a lot of panic questions about Rodgers or Devontae Adams. Just stop it. Okay. Like he's he's Aaron Rodgers. He's, they're Devontae Adams. It's it's going to be fine. Bad day at the office for those guys, but it'll be absolutely fine, and it starts on Monday night against Detroit. I like it. I like it a lot, especially since he's my quarterback, and he had one point in the opener <laughs> yeah. the other day. Got to run. Day. Matthew Berry, you're the best. Thank you very much. Matthew Berry with us here, and he'll come by every single week with all of this kind of insight that you need. Bob, I'm going to go right to a break here. I'm going to end that coming back. I'm going to give you a sneaky great bet that you could take all the way to the bank. That's next. This is Greeny on ESPN Radio. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Greeny, the podcast. This is Greeny with you, and I've got not one, but two areas of my genius from which people will benefit today. And I will share them both in 30 seconds after this word from Rumble On. Does the thought of selling your motorcycle, ATV, or vehicle already make you exhausted? There's no need to keep putting it off because RumbleOn.com makes selling easy. You'll have a cash offer in minutes and a free pickup. Harley, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha, trade-in or sell? Rumble On will pay cash no matter what the make or model. Visit RumbleOn.com today. Enter the promotional code RADIO. You'll get a $300 increase on your cash offer. Fast bikes, faster cash. Okay, mine is that sort of rare genius that will not be fully appreciated until long after its time. The genius, you said? Your genius. He's genius, eh? We're not going to appreciate your brilliance until you're gone. Brilliant. Did you watch Carolina and the Jets last Sunday? If you did, then I want you to consider the following. Christian McCaffrey is 60 to 1. 60 to 1 to win the league MVP. I am here to tell you 
that I would bet you anything you wanted that Christian McCaffrey leads the NFL in touches this year, that Christian McCaffrey has the ball in his hands more than any other player in the National Football League this year. If you watched that game, the degree to which they lean on him, he's their whole offense. I know they hit the big play to Robbie Anderson. I know they have a good receiver in DJ Moore. That entire offense is runs through McCaffrey. He is going to be their leading rusher and their leading receiver. And if that team is as sneaky good as I think they might be, I think he's a sexy little sneaky little pick to be a legitimate MVP candidate. Now, I wouldn't t- sit here telling you I think he's going to win it. A quarterback always does. But 60-1, to one, Hembo, that might be one I want a little taste of. So in order to win the MVP in the NFL, history says you have to be on a team that makes the playoffs. Yes. So you're presupposing that is a good possibility. I think them. that is a possibility. I don't know if it's a good possibility. I think it is a possibility. Okay, B, if you're going to win the MVP in the NFL and you're not a quarterback— you have to do something historic. So right. the, the record for scrimmage yards in a season is about 2,500. Over. 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 So you're, you're saying he's going to average more than 150 of those per game? Yes. Well, he hit 187 against the Jets on Sunday. Yes. He was, he was 59% of their team touches, like you said. But that's, th- th- those are two things that he's fighting against. The position, of course, and the fact that I just don't know how good that team is going to be. I think that they're going to be good enough for him to be in the discussion. And if they make the playoffs, Man. the last non-quarterback to win the award was Adrian Peterson in 2012. That wasn't a great team in Minnesota. I, re- I sort of remember they won a game at the end of the season to get into the playoffs. But that was not a Super Bowl-caliber team. That's not what happened Mm -hmm. there. That was the year he made a run at the rushing record. I think Christian McCaffrey is going to have an historic season. He gets the ball on every play at 60-1. to I kind of like him. Download the Overheard podcast for curiously delightful conversations overheard around National Geographic's headquarters, presented by the City Advantage Platinum Select Card, the card built for your next adventure. Meanwhile, next up. I need you to listen carefully. I just want you to know. Yesterday was Hembo's second wedding anniversary. We've talked a lot about it on this show. His wife, Lizzie, originally told him he didn't need to get her a gift, which thankfully he brought up to me. So I was able to interpret that as what she really meant, which is you need to get her a gift. You wouldn't tell us yesterday what that gift was because you were going to give it to her last night. and You didn't want to say it on the air, which I fully accept. So how did it go? What was the gift? It went very well, Greeny. We landed on a sweater. We got Lizzie a sweater. For, for those that, w- that weren't listening last week, we learned, I learned, that for every wedding anniversary, there's a certain thing, a certain substance that you're supposed to get. Right. So n- number two was cotton. Second anniversary is cotton. So I consulted with her best friend, Mary Caitlin. If you're watching on ESPN Plus now, you can see. Oh, she's got the sweater on. Said sweater. <laughs> and it's a beautiful sweater with it's, those stars. They're very popular. Well, thank you very much. That's good to know. Uh, it, that was definitely out of my area of expertise. So I leaned on the best friend, like you said. And yes. I, and I must thank you for that first and foremost. But secondly, I have to thank you even more so for just saving the whole day for me. And I'll tell you why. How did I do that? I arrived home yesterday about 1 o'clock after my shift to come, and I see two gifts already on the table. Uh-oh. Meaning she had gotten me. See, this is gift. why they're so sneaky. I was hoodwinked. She yes. told me two weeks ago, Greeny, that I did not need to get her a gift. She had clearly intended on getting me one and got me well, two, actually. So I would have felt so much worse yesterday had I not purchased one. So thank you, thank you, and thanks again. Yes. Well, th- this is the expertise that I have. I married 24 years. No one knows this stuff better than I do. What did she give you? She got me a couple, um, like, 
uh, iPhone odds and ends, like a, a hanger for my car, which I needed, and Lovely. also a stand for my desk. So what those are are very practical right. gifts that you can really use, mm-hmm. which demonstrates that she put a lot of time, energy, and thought into this. Just get used to that. That's what's going to happen. My, my question, though, is if she was intending to get me a gift right. and told me not to get her one, right. What was behind that? Oh. Like that made things way worse and <laughs> no. more complicated. I'm oh. so lucky today. You're so funny. Um, that's that that is st- like that. That's a staple. That is m- a clearly part of the mo. Now it marriage is all about having the upper hand. Sometimes you do, and sometimes she does. As George Costanza once famously said, "But I have hand." And I won't repeat the line to which she then speaks back. But the point <laughs> of the matter is, she was dying for you not to get her a gift. And I guarantee you, three and a half years from now, that would have come up. <laughs> Just remember, stay with me on these things. I've got a lot more to say. This is Greeny on ESPN Radio. It's a great sweat. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.